Oh, I can't believe that's a Gilder. I guess music's weird, right? So anyways, welcome back. And uh, it's good to be here. This is a podcast where friends throw songs into a playlist, listen anonymously, vote whether they like that stuff or not, and then get together to talk about why they voted the way they did. Find out which songs got unanimous yes votes and will be inducted into Musical Valhalla, the Gilded Playlist, and those that'll be casually tossed into the dustbin. Let me introduce the bros that make up the panel. First up, why don't we talk about the guy out of order that hit the play button on that music. It's producer Luke. What's up? How do you do, fellow kids? Good to be back, uh, as we were saying earlier. And it's been a while. And, you know, mm. life happens. Mm-hmm. Vacations happen. Things happen. But hey, we're here. We didn't let the marination stop us just because we took a little extra time for this up. Everybody be cool. The marination right? doesn't stop. No. Doesn't stop. All right. Well, next up, it's... Uh... It's Old Jazz Bergo from El Mexico Way. What's up, brah? What's going on? Yeah. Um, how much older have, have I gotten? How, how long has it been? Two weeks? I think two weeks. Since our last up? More than two weeks. Yeah. And we didn't, we didn't, we didn't drop the second half. No. Yeah. It's all right. There's more goodies know. from the goit yet to come, right? Uh, two, more, goit. two more goit drops after this, right? <laughs> two more goit drops? Two more goit drops. Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. That, that yeah, new well, voice that just, yeah, Ready Player Three just came in. That voice was uh, the commish, the, the man that manages the goit on behalf of the, the group here. What's up, GD Dave? What's up? Yeah, it's been a uh, been fun managing the goit here. Like you said, we got two more drops <laughs> left, but it's it's definitely been an interesting experience. Kind of, you know, seeing your, your guys' reaction each week, never knowing uh, who's gonna come up, who's gonna have any drops that particular week. Good times with the goit. Good times. Good times. <laughs> a- anyways, I'm Lubs, uh, the MC over here, and uh, it's good to be back. So why don't we uh, why don't we talk here, guys? Chit Chat Corner. Where do mm. you want to start? Anybody got anything juicy for Gossip Corner? Chit Chat Corner? Well, I mean, we're coming off of a, a week that was all Lubs and all Salt slash Listener, right? So there's bound That's to be right, some, yeah. some Berg tracks and some Luke tracks in here, if, if my math is right, right? I mean... Did that influence anybody's voting? Lubs, were you just Ooh. marinating free as always? Or were you like, okay, I gotta I gotta are play you, the, are the you, goit, are you the goit odds here? Are you hitting that hitting that spite spite votes? I don't know. <laughs> it, there definitely wasn't any spite voting. Um Lubs opened up a spite store next to <laughs> <the boot. laughs> I did Yeah, it's freaking Latte Larry's. I did not uh I did not really think about that all that much, I guess, during during the week. I guess I had a couple of songs where I was like, this is probably a song by this guy or that guy, but I, I tried not to let it influence. I didn't think about it at the forefront of every time I, I listened to it. What about uh, what about you, you Luke? Did, are you're you a purist. You're a purist. And I, are I you overly you. represented in this uh, playlist? Hmm, I don't think so. I think I'm represented to a reasonable degree. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. What about Jess Bergo? Berg, how was your two weeks of marination on these... Very yeah. short songs. The playlist was like less than 15 minutes this week. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Uh, I like I like the goit. And uh, this this week was fun. So, Look, if there's first-time listeners, yeah. and I can't imagine there are, but if there are, <laughs> the goit uh, is this ridiculous <laughs> thing that we've done to even further randomize the, the, the music that we listen to. It's this, you know, we try to say that this is like a indie music discovery playlist but it's really not we just like playing mind games with each other through music and so the goit is a way of saying that we have no idea 
whose songs are going to be uh, included each week. And if that doesn't make any sense, I don't know, go to the website or, or not. I just felt the need to kind of try to reset things as we just we're throwing the goit out left and right. Just in the keep first saying goit. Just cracking up at how many how many times we've said the word goit on this. Yeah. <laughs> just unintentionally. Uh, no better way. Great. No better way to do it. Yeah. yeah. The greatest thing since the goit. Uh. <laughs> Are you guys? Here's I guess a chit chat corner. Are we going to yeah. regoit? Are you guys looking to yeah. the regoit? Oh yeah, I'm going to. I'll regoit. I, I mean, thought, we'll to, I think this we'll is great. Talk about that. Yeah. You know. We're coming up mm. maybe close to the end of the season, but I did. I do find the yeah. the pure marination, the lack of having to salt mine each week, the lack of uh, submission anxiety. Because you know, we submitted these songs what eight weeks ago now, and like my submission anxiety is completely gone. I can barely remember what songs of mine might be left. So we're gonna see how it goes. Yeah, I don't even actually know if I have any songs on this week's list, but uh, oh. we'll see. <laughs> so mysterious. Bad. Love GD, you guys listen to the Goit this week? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, I, I did not listen to the Goit, but uh, I do have a comment from someone who definitely listened to the Goit, uh, oh. coming from oh, listener yeah. Ben. So Ooh. he said, meh, I felt no passion at all for 31 spins. RNG let me down this week. So little feeling on any of these. I almost got a feel for a Rag and Bowman, but even that song didn't invoke any strong feelings one way or another. The Tammies didn't even annoy to the point of negative passion. This was cold porridge, an uncomfortable sofa, a gray cloudy day that's too hot, not rainy, and altogether meh. That was this week. I'm going to go listen to some Guster now and remember how to feel. So the guy doesn't even like your songs, and he listens 31 times through the playlist. Wow. Yeah. That Couldn't is... disagree more. Uh, yeah, man. Ben, number one, kudos for... I mean, that's that's a legendary letter right there. And 31 times. It's impressive. I, I realize it's maybe slightly less impressive when you realize that that's like you can listen four times in one hour. But the dedication uh, and the passion, even though your passion is about not having passion. I dig it. Well said, Ben. Although I don't know that I agree. Lubs, you got predictions for uh, for guilds forks this week? Uh, zero guilds. Zero is guilds. my prediction. Well, I think that might. Did you vote yes on anything? <laughs> to loves his yes <laughs> votes. <laughs> yeah, I got, I got, I got yes votes. Um, All right, I got okay. yes votes. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, uh, you, you think you think the uh, listeners aren't coming around on this week's list? We got a lot think, of listener votes. I think there's like yeah, yeah this was the. Came in. I think oh, the high on listener votes votes yeah. in quite a while. So take the number of listener votes and multiply it by a million. How many? How many did we have? <laughs> <laughs> I think we had at least five million listener votes. Wow, five million, man. Well, Kajurian or something. Right. Yeah. Good job. So there's, there's one thing Americans like to do. It's vote. Uh-huh. Prove. That's right. Anyways. Yeah. All Proven right. This podcast in many other places. <laughs> should we start reviewing yeah. the music? We should. All right. Then shut up. Let's go. Kamish. Where are we starting? All right. Let's kick things off this week with the Tammies and Egyptian Shumba. So we're kicking things off with a split vote this week. Mm. Not great, mm. not terrible. Not great, not terrible. Who's saying no to this masterpiece? Uh, huh? Lucas. Luke, Luke said no. Oh, boy. Look, this is a fence. It, ro- it rode the fence all the way down the line. So much so that maybe in the first time in TGB history, I, I submitted a yes vote and then retracted it. It was I was like, there were times wow. when I was like, 
the song kind of slaps the drums and the BPM and the ladies are bringing it, you know, with just the all out weirdness. Um, but then I started thinking about the, I want to dance part and the kind of the middle, you know, I want to dance. Uh. That that oh, was oh you, no dude okay that, let's that talk about that Luke. all right tell yeah. me about it because they come straight out of that like you just cut it off right at the moment where the screams come back oh yeah dance no, dance dance, dance. Ah. so good yeah the e e a a actually was the part that I enjoyed the most because I was like oh these ladies are just doing it you know they're like look we have a theme it's uh, nineteen sixty three. What do people know about Egypt? Monkeys. We're going to make monkey sounds. This, you know, it's just, it fit the it fit the the tone perfectly. But the just the overall chaos of it in the end, I was like, yeah, I don't know if I ever want to listen to the song, you know, just over and over again on a playlist. So props to the ingenuity, both of the submit and of the song itself. Uh, but I could not get over that fence. I tried to get over the fence and then I fell on my face back at the, the side that I started on. Any chance we could recruit you back over? I mean, maybe. Tell tell me about it, Lubs. It sounds like you're a yes, and I'm guessing this is a Berg submit based on his his quietness. Could be so a far. Lubs submit. I don't Could know. be a Lubs submit. Maybe he's <laughs> well, not. I'm always quiet. One. I'm always quiet. Uh, yeah. Well, you guys are very good at wearing your cloak, whereas I always feel yeah. the need to uh, just come straight out with it. So, Lubs, tell me about it. I just, I just the, the only thing I'll say is this: I want to I want to relive the moment that I threw on the cans and listened to it for the first time. And as it plays for the first time, I'm like, huh. Like, it doesn't even occur to me the first time that I'm listening to it that it's got this freaking curveball in its arsenal. Okay? <laughs> and then the freaking uh, EEs come out, the screams, and I just start laughing. And I'm yeah. like, yes, I'm going to freaking enjoy this. It's not annoying. I'm going to freaking enjoy it. And I get to think about these people writing this song in, you know, 1960. Yeah. And like getting this through the whole process of, you know, getting impressed and the whole thing. It, uh, it was a delight. It was a delight. It's a miracle. Right. (laughs) The problem, the only problem I have is that the goit let us down. If this was right next to Vendetta red, it would have been amazing. Can you imagine? All right. It's, it's just another, it's another scream song. Berg, take a bow. Great song. I I assume. Mind if I tag in here? Yeah. Go get it. Berg. Come on. (laughs) All right. Um, yeah, Berg submit. Okay. Um, uh-huh. the submitter of Tony Stevens, have, 16 reasons, not a surprise. Exa- okay. Okay. So yeah. I'm going to go long on this song because I have All a right. lot to say. All right. <laughs> because yeah. I, there's, there's been no song with more submit anxiety than this song. <laughs> and I have spent so much time on the couch with Dave with this song. Okay. So background with this song, um, flashback to season one back in like late, uh, I don't know, July, late June or something. Yeah, I dig up the the uh, the Connie Stevens song right uh-huh. for for our sixteenth episode. Here you go. There we go. Okay, now this is the candy coated feel good sound of every song in the early sixties was right. that right? Yeah, yeah. And so uh, a week later, Egyptian Shumba drops in my Discovery Weekly, and I feel like. I've discovered patient zero. Like my face <laughs> is so melted 
by hearing the song. Like this, it, this song is the first punk rock and roll, like attitude, sexually charged song mm-hmm. uh, coming out of that era that I've ever heard. Like with so much attitude. And when you when you look and and see who who these girls are, um, have you seen a picture of of these girls? I, I think like, so. I tried to look it up. Uh, yeah, okay. on, on these girls, Wikipedia or whatever, and it, it was actually kind of hard to track down when the song originally dropped. Because yeah. so it's interesting. So, yeah, it's 1963, two sisters and a friend uh, in Pennsylvania. And they were a hit in Pennsylvania, but because of like Paola and everything else, and because of all the oldies channels only playing like the same 30 songs, they got really no international recognition, right? Huh. Um, so this this song has just been sitting in the background, you know, uh, of history. And then, I don't know how many years ago, maybe a decade or something ago, it it somehow got included in a box set. And since that time, it started to get uh, a lot of a lot of recognition, right? Like um, NME put it on its top 500 songs of all time, Pitchfork, wow. like has it in the top 200 uh, songs of the 60s. Um, Billboard has it as a top oh. 100 girl group song. Wow. Um, and so uh, anyway, yeah, like it's just it's just it's it's a crazy song where like surface level spec it seems like it's gimmicky, but right. like when you put your mind back into the early '60s and think about like these girls are getting their first break right, and they are going so hardcore against the grain, and this song is not easy to perform either. Like I I saw some uh, recent bands like try to cover this song and they can't. They like nobody really? matches like that sexually charged energy that they have in this song, right? <laughs> And and these girls take their big break and and they put out this song and, and they also they have other songs that like have that classic Tammy's attitude. It's so wow. good. They're so good. Um anyway. So yeah, so I my face was melted when when I first <laughs> heard this song. Um keep in mind, like I'm you know, this was right after I'd probably submitted Folkstone. So I'm wearing like a chainmail <laughs> skirt and that chainmail skirt is blowing in the wind. Right. Oh, um, and, and so I couldn't submit it in the first season. And I was like, you know what, how am I going to submit this song? And then I end up spending October and December in Cairo of all places. Right. So I'm like, Oh, if I could, if I submit this song now, these guys are going to think I'm just goofing on the fact that I'm in Cairo. Right. Like oh, I wanted man. to take this as a, as a, as a legit submit. That's right. Funny. <laughs> You yeah. know, the thumbprint because you actually happen to be where the mummies took their hands. Yeah, okay, so speaking of that, right? Great lyric. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, not. that is like a first example of like some wordplay, right? Like, yeah. that is the butterfly effect where if they wouldn't have had that wordplay, you know, we wouldn't have guys like Eminem spitting his bars, right? <laughs> and like, take it um, easy. And like, <laughs> I'm imagining, I'm imagining like in, in, uh, in Back to the Future where like, you know, Marty's picture, like his, his siblings disappear off their picture. I'm imagining if the Tammies didn't put out this song, like covers of Rolling Stone magazine, you know, from the 80s and 90s, there would be no B-52s, you know? Yeah. Um, and like, you know, I don't know, like it, 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 it was just like such an early, the, the earliest occurrence of this type of song or of sound. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm convinced, Luke. Uh, that if you give if you give the climax and so I, I got the clip so uh, yeah so play 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 my clip but don't don't cut it You'll, you maybe let it go uh, you know you, maybe uh, I, there's right. there's a few things I want to point out so let it, let it right. keep playing okay yeah, here we go yeah all right 
All right, they're building up. Uh-huh. <laughs> Keep it going. <laughs> oh, man. Keep it. Berg, Berg is pumping me on going. my own show. Let it, let It's awful. Oh man! So and then they just come back in. We've we've done it. We've reached peak uh, peak scream rock. Wow! Well done, Berg. You know, for He's, for the I listeners mean, at how, home, can you can you I, can you really deny that? Uh, well, obviously I can because you just reminded me of another song <laughs> that I can't stand from this from this week. You almost had me from or from the season. Sorry, you kind of almost had me with with everything you were saying before, and also because I think there's absolutely zero chance that we got any listener votes on this one. You know, we uh, we could give it the the panel yeah. fork, and I think that's where it would that's where it would All reside. Right. Wow, yeah, man. And for the listeners at home, people, they, Berg sends me clips and I swear up and down not to listen to them until I actually hit them, you know, hit the play button here on the, on the pod. And obviously that happened just now because I played enough of uh, <laughs> Mr. 230 uh, already. Now I got bamboozled into playing it one more time. Boy. Loves, you coming in strong? You're, you're saying I, I, you feel like this is deserving of a panel fork? Uh, look, I think, uh, I don't know. Did you have the same experience I did the first time it played? Yeah, yeah. Like you yes. elicited like a a laugh, and if you couldn't grow that into like every single time in you know feeling it, then you know stay loyal to your own self there. But I legitimately like the song. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm kinda, I feel like a smart too because I'm like oh NME and and uh, Pitchfork, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in line with those guys. I, I'm pretty cool. I I went and found some of those pitchfork quotes because I I needed to hear somebody else talk about this. Like it's a the song has a million spins, so it's getting somebody's attention. One of the quotes is this song. The song is notable for its crazed musical arrangement, the work of Gary Sherman, which served as a vehicle to quote unleash the barbaric adolescent spirit of the Tammies. I mean that. That is some. <laughs> that is one way to describe this song. The girls' vocals go from being perky and sweet sounding to shrieking, yelping, and grunting like nut jobs. Uh, so says Nitsu Abibi of Pitchfork. I mean, man, the song has got. Yeah, some these history. guys got. These guys got. They got kicked out of like um, somewhere like a, I don't know, a pool hall or something oh, in yeah. high school. Um, and and they said like okay. Cause they were doing something with the jukebox and they like swore that they'd get on the jukebox again. They like, and this was like their retribution. Um, so they really were the freaking, see, the, the, the punk of, you know, whatever the, the doo-wop bands. I mean, yeah. Cause if Elvis yeah. is getting, is getting kicked off TV for swinging his hips, they're definitely, you know, getting the boot for, uh, for, I want to dance. Huh? Uh. Uh. Yeah, I got I got to sit strong. Yeah. I do I tr- I do truly appreciate the submit and I did enjoy marinating, but just over time I was like I can't I can't vibe with this song for uh, over and over again for the rest of my life. But I do oh. I do greatly appreciate it. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm sorry my Dale Blues brother, but I got I got to oh. let you down. All right. Well, good submit, Bird. Really good, good submit. submit. Look. Yeah. yeah, I mean it's if, all if I Bird... got. The, you know, the goit's dry for me. <laughs> <laughs> If Berg hadn't mentioned like finding this in the DW after 16 reasons, I would have thought that this pod was entirely built secretly 
to introduce this song to you guys. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he spent more time on the couch talking this song than everybody else in all songs combined. He and I have talked Tammy's quite a bit. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a little sad that it didn't make it. Oh. Yeah. Well, what Come about on, the listeners? Luke. Do they love it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're right on the prediction for the listeners. Yeah, they they did know how to handle this song, unfortunately. Yeah. 1963. Surface level spec. 2021. Classic surface level. It's mm-hmm. Classic yeah, surface. Like, I'm envisioning either Quentin Tarantino or um, who's the guy that did Mulholland Drive uh, getting their David paws Lynch. on this song yeah. and making a movie. I can't believe like, it hasn't, be hasn't happened already. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been relatively under, like, it's just kind of getting discovered. So, that is which is why it's so funny that you're attributing Eminem's meteoric rise to a song <laughs> that nobody ever heard before this <laughs> And a song that Berg didn't first hear until a year ago. Like, I thought for sure this was like on your mom's, like, you know, old school records track. No, somehow. I'd be a lot cooler if it was. Yeah, I, I guess would be so. a lot cooler. Mm. <laughs> Amazing. All right. Well, Kamish, take us to the next song. What do we got, Kamish? All right, next up on the playlist, it's Dan Auerbach in Undertale. Uh, this one's coming in as a split vote as well. I'll let somebody else start on this one. Somebody feeling feeling like dunking? This doesn't feel like a dunkable song. Uh, yeah, I'll come in. I mean, I'm not dunking on the song, but I, I did vote no. Um, right. So I, I like this guy's voice, and I I realized this guy is the guy from the Black Keys, right? Yeah, yeah, lead singer of the Black so, Keys. Okay, yeah, I dig the Black Keys. So the thing I don't like about this song that just throws me off, and I think we had this in some other song maybe – last season or maybe earlier on in this season it's just like well there's two things uh i didn't like the whimsicaliness of it um but i really don't like the detuning and the like the uh, of the of the instruments um or like the what whatever they're doing right like the underwater sort of feeling um oh, that like- just makes me Got it. You don't mean like you can't believe they did it in this certain key. You just mean like it seems like they're kind of muting or no, just like I, downplaying yeah, it. it. So on that clip that I just play that clip. Yeah, there we go. I sent you on this one. Like that. Uh, yeah, it's got kind of like and that a, and that stuff, right? A like, sea theme, a little space aged, you know, easygoing theme. Yeah, yeah. it makes me feel queasy. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> That's been a, a some that's uh, that's your version of the hand claps, Berg. I feel like there are other songs where you've called oh, that yeah. out before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. Um, Any kind it, of like little detuned like wah wah thing, really, really somehow. What's going on with you? What's, what, why is that? <laughs> uh, what's your deal? He's got some inner ear issues. Well, I mean, so I, don't don't call I him do, out. You know, I do. <laughs> you know, get like the motion sickness or whatever. Yeah, right? so, yeah. yeah. It's a, like a audible motion of- sickness. Driving in the back seat, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, so it's just a, it's just unpleasant, and it's enough where it's like, uh, yeah, I'm not I'm not coming around on this song. So, well, I can I can come to it. It's even hard putting that clip together. Yeah, <laughs> right. Just hit record a button. <laughs> uh, I, I thought this was Loves or Berg. I went with Berg based on me and Berg having a bye week last week, but it sounds like that's not the case. Um, and also, I agree. Kind of amazing. This is the first our first taste of the Black Keys, and it's not even the Black Keys. Um, 
I don't have a ton of particular points to make other than a non-strut MC kind of thought that this song gave off a good vibe. And I kind of just enjoyed bobbing my head and taking it easy whenever this song would come on. It's a nice bridge between like lo-fi beats and a rock song. Um, and I, I dug the, the guitar and the strings combined. And this might be the same clip that Berg just sent. I just think those those strings are a nice little touch. And he's not blowing doors down with his vocals or anything like that. Uh, but I I dug the, you know, kind of the island in the sun, that blur song about Hong Kong kind of feel to this song. And that was uh, that mm-hmm. was enough for me. Loves, is this, a, is this your submit? Yeah, I wasn't going to um, be offended uh, by anything until you compare this to the masterpiece of that freaking blur song. Okay. And this is a novel from me. Um, huh. And I thought it was, uh, it, it was, listen, I, I hate to do this and I'm going to have to like, like work and really manage my gag reaction here. But Ben Vaudelis is right. <clears throat> oh boy. In this sense. <laughs> In this sense, this is this is a song that just doesn't doesn't really get the passion going at all. To me, it sounded like a B track off of like the that Broken Bells uh, supergroup that uh-huh. happened okay. 10, 15 years ago, whatever. Yeah, um, sure. I don't know if it was the the strings or the, the production or whatever. It just for me, it felt it felt Broken Bells ish, but not good enough to be Broken Bells. And uh, I don't I didn't really have a lot to bring to it. But now that you mentioned uh, that Blur song, nah, nah, dude. No, this comes nowhere near the freaking majesty of that Blur song, and it's Hong Kong. So, anyways, um, it doesn't sound like any of us have a lot to say. It's it's like okay, this is fine. It's the kind of song that you find on like a current day or twenty nineteen indie uh, playlist, and it it takes up four minutes of your life, and then it moves on, and you you don't really remember anything about it. I, well, I just it? don't think there's anything. Here's a question then. I mean, I hear you. I, I it's I, I agree. It's not it's not revolutionizing anything but uh there was some guster talk in the discord recently uh listeners please join us at uh, discord.thegildenplaylist.com and oh. that band was brought up essentially uh again by hot takes ben ben v to say why has no one ever talked about this band this band is incredible like ben you know cut out of his usual marination to just spam guster albums and i bring all that up to guster, say huh? Are the Black Keys like Guster in that we all know how we feel about them and hence there's no discovery there, which is why a Black Keys song has never been submitted? I mean, I realize this is- I don't think I've ever song hit, talk. heard Guster. What would, what would well, be their see, names? That, 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 was, my, that was my thought, is that it occurs to me that maybe <laughs> Loves and me are super familiar with Guster and Berg in his special world-traveling ways. You'd probably recognize the song if you heard it because we definitely were playing them back in the CNS days, but they have not made their oh. mark on your, on your conscious. And so I bring that up to just maybe open up the floor about without song talking, you know, bands that for some reason they have a proven track record in terms of like cool indie albums or, you know, lots of spin counts. And yet for some reason, none of us feel compelled to submit a song by the black keys or by Guster. Is there anything? Okay. Let's talk about specifically about the black keys. Can we start there? Because uh, they suffer in my mind from not being, the white stripes. I mean, they're literally like their name, the whole thing. They're, they're two sides of the same. It's like, Hey, we got a two man band and uh, we got, you know, big riffs and whatever. I've always just thought of them as like, 
I don't know. Like, I feel like I always had to pick sides, which I know stopped a long time ago. Yeah. But it was, it was like, are you the Rolling Stones or the Beatles? And and <laughs> I don't think anybody else in the world thought this, but I felt it. And I was like, <laughs> I even saw the Black Keys in concert. And I was like so standing there with my arms folded, like, were you really? Screw oh these gosh. guys. Two birds in the air. Huh. Yeah, that's so funny. Anyways, yeah. that's that's how I felt about them. Um, and th- I didn't even realize this was them until yeah. just now. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's, or it's, the one guy. Hourbox solo project, so yeah, that's why it doesn't have kind of that signature sound that you're right. used to. Yeah, mm. interesting, huh? Black Keys versus White Stripes, and I always thought it was White Stripes versus the Strokes, but I guess those two are more simpatico nah. than I thought. All right, well, that was my random tangent of the day. Who, who submitted this thing? Let's what, hear about what's it. What's the deal? Yeah. So this was a salt submit. I. Pretty sure it was a DW or something from it was from a while back, but uh, yeah, nothing in particular to say. Uh, you know, chill enough, enjoyable song. Uh, w- one little bit of kind of random coincidence. I don't know if this song ended up being the direct replacement. There were about, I think maybe like three or four songs that were you know up for the last couple spots on the the Salt Goit. As I was just randomly trying to fill out those eight songs. And one of the songs that did just miss the cut, and maybe this one replaced it, was actually Broken Bells, as Loves just uh, <laughs> nice. made a mention towards. So <laughs> kind of funny that they were both up for that same spot, potentially. Well, I, it would make sense the algorithm would kind of slump those two together. Anyway. What did the community right. vote? Uh, there was some interest from the community, but ultimately it fell uh, just shy of the fence. So going to stick with the, the one vote. Yeah. Arrow. Arrow from the salt. All right, let's move it on. Song three. What do we got? All right, third song up. We got "All You Ever Wanted" by Rag and Bone Man. No painted trains on the underground. No kids with spray cans drunk. No offensive. Uh, we'll keep it going. Got yet another split vote. That's just one man's opinion. I'll step in here. Um, I got this one as a Luke submit, and it was a fencer. I got respect and love for this song, um, but it just, I couldn't get it over the fence. And I was i was listening to, um, on the flight home from VK, I, w- I was listening to, I don't know if it was Kit and Caboodle or what, but I, I, I was on the flight and didn't have access to unlimited music i i you know the thousand songs on spotify i think i only had <laughs> yeah. access to maybe a hundred oh, um terrible sounds awful and so I, I was listening to the uh the old playlist and kenny hoopla came up and i can't i couldn't remember if i voted yes or no on that kenny hoopla submit and when i voted on this song i was like i think i might have voted no on that bad boy and when that one came on, I was like that was a mistake right uh <laughs> i freaking like that song wow um, <laughs> And uh, this song, I'm, I'm worried that my no vote, I'm going to feel the same way. But I got I got some specific complaints about this thing. I just don't like the way it's mixed. Huh. Like, I like the hard-pressing drums. It charges forward. It's good. And then his voice comes in, and I can't shake the feeling that it's like the modern-day equivalent of life is a highway. <laughs> I want to ride it. Oh, man. I don't know. It's just, it's like a little, like his vocals are turned up a little too much, or it's a little too poppy or something for what his voice is trying to do. I don't know. There's just something like every time it comes on where there's this dissonance of something about it that I'm like, "Mm." huh? I I like the BPM. I like the instruments. I like the freaking lyrics. 
I just don't like how it all comes together. It's like, what is the ingredient here that is spoiling this thing for me? Right? It's like, man, I like cheese. I like bread. <laughs> I like marinara sauce. Mm. In certain circumstances, I like I like pineapple, but you freaking add pineapple to that freaking pizza, and I'm pissed off. There's something about pineapple in this thing that's making me mad. So, <laughs> anyway, so those are my thoughts. Pineapple out of the song. Know. Berg, yourself? Yeah. Uh, I, I have a lot of the same notes. Like, my first bullet point is I dig the, the pacing of the guitar and, like, the song out of the gate. Um, and, if, like, this guy's got a, he's got a big voice, and I, I dig it. Um, and this was, like the song that I thought at the beginning of last week or the week before that would be the easiest. Yes, because it just, you know, it was agreeable right off the bat, but it, it like Glub said, I, it ended up missing whatever that secret ingredient is to a song that made me, you know, feel like, Oh, this, you know, I've been introduced to something unique, right? Like there was, there's aspects of it that remind me of, like Kings of Leon or, you know, and other bands. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I would kind of have those sort of reminders, I would, I would want to listen to those other bands or think, okay, well, I like the sound, you know, it's a similar sound, but I like the sound the way the other band does it or whatever. Um, so I, yeah, I thought, I don't know. I thought this was just a, like a textbook, good song, you know, hmm. but um, yes, it was like, a a, great it was song. like a color, color by numbers, textbook song. Yeah, and then and then so I was like I I was originally gonna vote yes, and then I, and I was like, am I gonna regret this yes vote? And I'll have to say I I was I was influenced by the fact that this guy's got the face tats. <laughs> I have that in my notes. My question was: Have, um, you shown, was, have, have we shown Berg that there's at least one person out there with face tattoos that's putting out decent music? Did we do at least that much, Berg? Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, you know, am I gonna am I gonna regret this? Is this guy gonna you know? What are these face tat dudes capable of? I don't know. <laughs> well, he's not. He's not doing um, mumble rap, so he's got that going for him. Yeah. It, yeah. I mean, so he's got a good sound. Uh, does he have other songs that maybe like are a little, I don't know, less like just four on the floor? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Like I've, it just it sounds like if if like the pop music station were going to like put all the money in the world to into like a edgy rock and roll song, like yeah. maybe this is the type of song that they would put out. Right. Yes. Um, yes. Is, is how I was coming at it. Right. So like if he has other stuff, that's like, I don't know, just different or whatever. Um, not maybe as not as palatable. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So, but it's just a good song. Right. But not a, you know, I, not the not the unique unique song that I want to hear from from you know a guy with face tats. <laughs> not a banger, not a gilder. <laughs> All right, so two things to say. Number one, loves it's it's funny that you bring up Kenny Hoopla because I mean that's a song where I'm I'm putting my myself out on the line. I submit a song like that, right? I mean that song is going to rub people right or rub people wrong, Great big time, submit. you know? Yeah. And I, I guess that's the, you know, the, the the story of glory that you try to go for with these submits. Whereas I submit a song like this and I'm like, hey, look, I'm just going to submit one of these down the middle, you know, inhaler, Wolf Alice, you know, kind of song where, yeah, it's not combining genres of, you know, emo and, and hard rock. It's just a, a guy from the UK that's got a pretty decent voice and wrote a pretty dang good song. And that was that was why I submitted I I. I heard about this guy from uh, Gene Bean Baxter, formerly of K-Rock and now of the uh, Cup of Tea uh, and a Chat 
podcast. He puts out, they put out a playlist where they just submit two songs and, you know, everybody can go listen to it. And this one made it onto his, his list recently. Um, a lot of TGP lumps on this playlist, which I'll link to in the show notes. Uh, Jelani Aria, Billie Eilish, Fiona, Fiona Apple, John Mayer, the snits, the snoots inhaler and Wolf yeah. Alice. Like I said before, um, I, so anyway, yeah, I, I, I hear you that it's not a, uh, crazy barn burner. That's, you know, man, once I heard that inhaler song, I was, or sorry, once I heard that rag and bone man song, I was influenced to go start a band or whatever, but I just thought all the pieces stuck together really well. The pre-chorus into the chorus around 30 seconds. I found it reminding me of uh, the cult sonically. And I was like, I like that. I feel like there's cult songs that I wish I listened to more often. And this is kind of a bridge to that, you know, um, what? something I've never said to myself. No, I've I mean, never said, man, I gotta listen to more cult. Well, it's just I, when a couple of the cult hits come on, I'm like, oh yeah, this band is good, but I never go listen to the call. And you know, I feel right, like that's a right. good yeah, yeah, thing yeah, to yeah. be compared to. Uh, his voice, as funny as it might sound, uh, kind of has like a Tom Jones thing going on, which again, I guess doesn't, maybe that's where the pineapple came in loves, you know, that was the pineapple on your pizza. Like this guy's singing Vegas show tunes over the top of, you know, UK rock. Um, and it's got a very, uh, I mean, it's not great, but decent little guitar work to go in the middle there at about two twelve. Four notes. Nice. Anyway, th- this guy's been around in the UK. Uh, he's a big star over there. And that's why it's funny to mention Kings of Leon, right? Who legendarily were huge in the UK and then would fly home to, uh, you know, Oklahoma and nobody would even, be, nobody yeah. be, would even be at the airport to say hi or whatever. You know, they'd have to catch a cab. Um, this guy's from the UK and is doing quite well in the UK, but does not seem to have to make, made the jump um, over to the US market. Um, so not it on was this a pretty, podcast. No, not on this one either. Uh, so pretty straightforward submit. And, uh, you know, I thought it might do a little bit better. I thought maybe some of the inhaler yes votes or some of those other yes votes might swing over to this side. I, but that's how it goes. I almost voted yes. I, I was really close to voting yes. I think this week was chock full of good stuff, though. And right. so the bar was high. Right. It was, it was a yeah. no skipper playlist for sure. Hey, a couple of important questions that you raise. Number uh, one. Yes. Did lovers vote yes on Kenny Hoopla? He did. Uh, oh. That's the value of the stats, graphs, and babes. So yes, nice. I, I did vote yes on that. I'm happy yeah. to report. Uh, Who voted no? Two, that was that was a Grom season now, I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay. a little too screamy, I'm guessing. And which is, you know, what what you put out there when you put out a Kenny Hoopla song. Anyway, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That song. Question two, rules, man. Question two. Do you think that the first face tat that you ever get, you're <laughs> like. Of the of the history of people that have gotten face tats, yeah. The first face tat that you get, how is there anybody that's going into that experience sober? <laughs> well, I don't know. I have a hard enough time picking one to go anywhere on my body because it just sounds like too much commitment, you know. But yeah, face tat. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, Gosh. Tyson is the original face tat, like made famous face tat guy, right? And he just went yeah, I guess whole hog. So. He went with the whole right side of his face or left side of his face or whatever it was. This guy at least kind of dipped his toe. Rag and Bone Man was like, how about we just do a little little something on the cheek? 
I was in a drive-thru uh, at McDonald's, and the dude taking my credit card had a face tat, and I was like, ah, can, you, <laughs> can you hand me, like, I don't want to hand you my credit card. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of face tat anxiety. That's crazy. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this is all part of it. <laughs> Other podcast, face tats today. Face um, tat anxiety. <laughs> listen. Can there also be a subpod about neck tats? Yeah, of course. Uh, uh, Kamish, what happened with this song in the community? Did they love it? They they probably love Life is a Highway. Freaking idiots. Yeah, yeah the community Tom was... Uh, they were much bigger fans. In fact, I think all 5 million uh, community members voted yes on <laughs> this one. level spec. 100%, 100% oh approval rate. <laughs> Woo, that's amazing. It's one thing, Luke it's freaking one thing to... people. That's what's going on here. It's like 5 million for 5 million. I mean, that's a pretty high batting percentage. I like it. Unbelievable. Wow. Any notes on that one? From I mean... Even the hater Ben loved it. Apparently, mm, yeah. Uh, no, no, no specific all-outs now. Mm. All right. Well, let's move on to song four. What do we got, Camille? All right, song four. It's "I Bet It Stung" from Tegan and Sarah. Once again, we're going to split vote. Come on, you kooky kids! All right, no, no votes. Come on, I'm alone. I'm sure. I'm sure it's. I'm just me. Look, first of all, find this man, okay? Luke freaking shouts market on this one, and I have to spend two weeks <laughs> agonizing over the fact that I can't get this thing over the fence. Uh, two yeah. weeks, I'm like spinning it every day. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Come on, happen this time. What's missing? It's fine. It's mm. fine. It's there's I got nothing to say. There's no riot about why this, you know, this sucks. The best thing about Tegan and Smush is Smush, right? I mean, yeah. it's the greatest name ever given to a band. It's Tegan and Smush. Luke, explain Tegan and Smush, because I can't remember how we got there. It's just me not remembering Tegan's name, and then I started the joke that I couldn't remember Sarah's name either. Yeah, that, no, no, it's it? not that. No, my my recollection, uh, yeah, uh, you know, dear Frodo's, the reason that this band holds a special place in our hearts is that for most of us, they're not known as Tegan and Sarah, they're known as Teagues and Smush. Uh, and the reason for that is, you know, totally innocent and stupid, as usual. Um, my recollection is that we saw these ladies or whatever, we, we were introduced to this band, and then we'd be trying to talk about them, and Berg inevitably would go, yeah, like, what's that song by Tegan and... And he could never remember Sarah. He would always remember Tegan, the more unique name. And then every time he'd be like, what are they called, Tegan? And and then he would never know. And he would make something up. And so eventually we're like, yeah, Tegan and Smush. Teagues and Smush. Yeah. Uh, and Teagues so and smush. they've been Teagues and Smush ever since. And uh, Lubs has a cold black heart because can't even get a yes vote for for old Teagues and Smushies. This is the second song of Teagues and Smushies that you voted no on in TGP it- history, bro. Yeah. What? We've had yeah, two Tegan, Tegan and Smush songs? We did. No, we last, haven't. Last season, I submitted a Teague song. Huh. No. I missed that up. Yeah. Yeah, he submitted, I believe, on the app that Kellen was on. Yep. Did you submit this song, Luke? I did not. I did not okay, submit this I was, song. Yeah, I, I was really confused by this Teague song. I was really confused by this song. Uh, are you, or do you? Do you have more? Love? Sorry, yeah, I didn't go, go Lubbies. No, you're good. Go for it, bro. Okay, yeah. I, I was... Just confused because I was like, ah, is, is Love or is Luke really submitting Tigs and Smush? <laughs> just because I, I felt that this was, you know, a slam dunk and mm-hmm. um, and also a good song to pick off this album. So the album is amazing. This song is great. Um, yeah. uh, 
yeah, it's it's always refreshing to hear their voices after not hearing them for a while. Um, so I enjoyed listening to the whole album over the last couple of weeks. I think if I would have tried to thread the needle, I would have submitted uh, I Can't Take It. But I think this mm-hmm. was a, a good submit as well. Just because, I mean, the album is just chock full of so many good songs. It's got, you yeah. know, a lot of bangers that a lot of people probably know about. And it's got songs like this that, um, you know, don't have the spin counts of the, the, of the main songs or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, this song only has seven lines. And, <laughs> and just the Great way one. that they're, they're put together and, and sung with just so much um, emotion, you know? And that's yeah. like one of the unique trademarks of this band is is the taking something so simple as their seven short lyrics and kind of putting so much feeling and emotion into the into the song. Um, so yeah, I don't know, easy yes. Yeah. Mark it from this Mark guy. It. Easy yes <laughs> for me too. Uh, I figure it's got to be Kellen or Ando uh, as the submitter. Although my greatest wish is that it's neither of them. And some listener also loves Tegan Smush and you know found what they thought was a hidden gem. Meanwhile. We love it the whole time. That would be the the ultimate yeah. glory of this pod. Um, yeah. And I find myself again trying to defend a song that I think Loves actually likes and actually thinks is pretty good. Uh, cue Justin Timberlake, uh, but did not vote yes on. Um, it's it's my second most uh, spun Teaks and Smush song of them all. Uh, 187 huh. spins for this track. 224 for my fave track, which is also on this album, but will still re- remain nameless for the sake of song talk. Um, just nothing but the hits for the, for these ladies. I'll link to the tiny desk alert. Uh, they did a tiny desk fairly recently. That is pretty great. Um, these ladies have a string of albums that is up there. Dare I say Guster like for me, uh, this, this song is off the 2004. So jealous the 2007, they put out the con also incredible album, 2009 sainthood, um, those three albums are a trio of albums that I would put up against any band I've ever loved in terms of like three albums in a row that are just incredible. And then they've put out heartthrob, which is where the song that I submitted um, came from. And then I've not dove into the 2016 and 2019 albums that they've released. But I say all that because yeah, loves, I did submit a Teagues and Smush song in season two and it was when Kellen came on and it was because yep. we saw Teagues oh, and Smush right. open for the killers. And this was the very first song that Teagues and Smush played. I'd never heard of them. I'd never heard them. And they freaking strum out that opening lick. And I'm just like, yep, I'm going to go buy this album and this is going to be great. And you know, the rest <laughs> is history. Um, the, the triple drum hits during the, the kind of the distorted go away portion are just great. Nah, dude. This is what it me. You you want to go away from that song? They, they, they didn't you know that, like that part? part. I, it's, I I don't. I'm not into that. And then yeah, like like Burke said, the super simple lyrics. Tell me if you love me. Like pull on my hand and say. I mean like. It's just so simple, but it's sung so strong, like you said, Berg. And this is a great line. Yeah. Pull on my hand and say, please just let's make it this way. 
anyway, super fond memories of uh, of that show, and yeah, taking a little dive into oh, these into these geez. ladies, yeah, taking a dive into these ladies because of you know having some extra time to marinate in between pods, um, which is great. And so I wondered if we could do something a little silly. I've pulled uh, some clips from other songs where either Sarah or Tegan is the primary vocalist, and I would like you gents to guess. How say you? <laughs> I will fail. Here we you go. You will fail. I have I no. Realize, I, mean, I realize this is something that I probably should have done, right? If I, if I, somebody twin made sisters, this quiz right? for me. And, they are twin sisters. I will say that Tegan, in my mind, has the more unique voice, and Sarah kind of has the more classical sounding voice. If that helps. Uh-huh. All, right. All right. Well, I'm curious to play this. So, game. F- for example, right. I bet it's sung is Sarah. Sarah through and through. Like, there's some Tegan backing vocals. So, with that in mind, let's jump to one of their other major hits. No which way you go. All right. That's Tegan. Tegan, then. That is not. That is Sarah. Shit, that's Sarah? <laughs> yeah. I thought the one was Sarah. You set us up for failure. <laughs> no. Well, okay. You just said. Yeah. I mean, who, who, did the, uh, who did the voice on, on, the, on the song that was submitted? Uh, Sarah. Who, who was singing them? So oh, Sarah, so both of those Sarah, were Sarah? Yeah, Walking with a Ghost yeah, and, and, and Stung are both right. Sarah. Okay, All right, next about, song, next song. And, and I'm pulling right, acoustic I'll... clips so that you guys can hear their voices more clearly. That That's why. So, Curveball, sure, sure, ne- that's why you did it. Next up is this one. I listened to your song, guilty of this, you should know this. I broke down rushing back before you had a chance to forget, forgotten, I'm moving past the scheming notice. We got a winner. That is Tegan. Tegan sings. The I'm going Tegan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, two more. Uh, next up is 19. I felt you in my legs Smush. before I ever met Smush. you. That is not. That is Tegan. <laughs> you guys are awful at this. I knew you would be. All right, just to drive Jeepers. it home. That's right. Smush. Hold on, hold on. That bell quality is Smush. <laughs> hold on. Wait. Can you play that Tammy's drop real quick? <laughs> uh, anyway, that I was, need to refresh uh, my palate. I need to refresh my palate so I can distinguish between the two. And I think I had like a hundred days. That's good stuff. I think I yeah. had a hundred days of Tegan fandom, and then I smushed it. I was like, "Is I'm that out. right? Oh wow! Yeah. Wow! You're not know, like, lifelong Tegan and Smushy." Yeah. I d- I disagree with the take that it's an incredible album. I, I I'm done. I, wow. I I enjoyed it for a couple months, and I was like, you know what? Nah, huh. I'm out. I feel like there's some other, so- other albums we should try out with you in that case. Okay, well, because they they okay, don't sound any of the, a lot. You never listen to any of the other uh, Teagues albums? Nah, stay stayed away. Oh, you're, huh. you're take the you're yourself. Dude, the con. Yep, listen okay. to the con. The con has some serious hits on it. All right, 2007. Well, there the you con. go. Anyway, submit it. Blues forever on it. It'll be great. You're on your own on no. this one, Lubs. What about the, yeah, the listeners? No yeah. So as expected, this one did come in from Kellen. Um, yeah. I actually have two different comments to read. One from back when she first submitted, and then later when it made it into the goit. Hmm. Initial comment, yep, they're lesbian sisters from Canada. Brother Luke and I saw Tegan and Sarah, a.k.a. Teagues and Smoosh, open up for the Killers back when I was in college, so somewhere between 2005-2007. 
We have loved them ever since. They're unique as I think their sound and style has grown and developed over the years, but this song has always been my favorite. I wish I was as nerdy as Luke and could tell you the spin count, but let's just say I've rolled this track and album a time or two. Full marination check. A dustbin vote will sting, pun intended, but I can take it. What do you think, boys? And then the more recent comments when it actually came in for the Goit. This was actually my submit the week before I was a guest on the show, and then my brother submitted a Teeks and Smoosh song, a much more <laughs> recent one. So I asked the commission to push this one back, and here she is. I hope you fellows were wise enough to pull the ladies out of the dustbin and into the guild. Yes, loves, the lyrics are brief, but to me this is an indie anthem that still plays fresh every time it rolls. Chicken and Sarah said it, I love rock and roll. Yeah. At least I know I got one yes vote. Thanks, brother. Love you guys. <laughs> Yeah, Couldn't yeah. agree more. Kellen. There we go. Yeah. All right. Those well, did the, lis- did the listeners come to Kellen's aid? We have a, a fork for Teagues and Smith. Um, so it was a, a bit of a mixed interest on this one as well, but uh, unlike Dan Auerbach, this one fell just on the other side of the fence, which is enough to push it into the fork. Dude, what the fork? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. Also picked up uh, a passion token from Gib and a self passion from Kellen. Yeah. <laughs> Double passion. Nice. Oh, passion. Yeah. Wow. The, Johnson, the Johnson house coming strong for teas and smush. All right. Wow. So, so passion is something you do behind closed doors and don't people talk about <laughs> oh, on the podcast. Oh, boy. Yeah. She, she can join Desi in the self-passion crew. That's oh, right. Boy. Oh no. <laughs> this is going too far. Well, we'll, too far. we'll edit this out. He's <laughs> a 16 year old boy. Take it easy. easy. Yeah. <laughs> we got, I feel uh, like I missed something. Yo, the sign is real simple, B. It says rapid. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to wrap it up. <laughs> he gets his self-rapid on his song. Right? <laughs> oh, boy. That's uh, it. Uh, boy, let's wow, move on. Last song. song of the week. All right. Last song, it's going to be Devo and Watch Us Work It. So finally going to break the split vote trend. Got ourselves a panel fork. What? I can't say fork. Panel fork. Very nice. E fork. I'm oh, amazed. Love you. You taking a bow on this one? Wow. Oh man, I'm blown away. I all this whole week I was like pushing off recording because I was like I don't want these guys to freaking dunk on me. Like this song <laughs> is so easy to dunk on. No, why? Uh, I, I mean, dude, it's it, like last week or last time we recorded, you guys talked about the Revenge of the Nerds. Oh, that's true. And, yeah, this uh, is like that well, trick. I, I submitted a Revenge of the Nerds classic for <laughs> Magic of the Goys right after. Uh-huh, oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, look, can I just sit back and enjoy listening to you guys talk about this song? Would that be okay? Yeah. Bert, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, yeah. I, I'm not familiar with Devo at all. And I figured I'd you know, wouldn't like it uh, because whip it's just way too played out. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And I figured it would just be kind of a lame song, but uh, yeah, like the, that deliberate uh, guitar, uh, um, you know, and the uh, just, I don't know, like the, the, it's got everything so, so sharp and so deliberate and simple and it just it, yeah it's just a groover i don't know I, and, and then it's got claps and cowbells and everything else um but yeah it just it's more punkish than i would expect out of devo and and I, yeah i really dug it um yeah. so and it's a 2010 song like uh, i guess oh I'd is it that, new yeah 
Lubs, huh. do you know anything wow. about like why this song? I mean, I assume Devo was not making records from the '90s straight through to 2010. Was this like a revival of theirs? Um, so I saw this song on a commercial. I think huh. it was uh, Dell or HP. It was like oh, some yeah. freaking robots making a computer, and that's when I was like, "I love this. Give me more Devo." Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Uh, my comments are very simple, and uh, it reminded me of a certain Jerry Maguire quote. Shut up! Just shut up! You had me at. <laughs> <laughs> you had me at bass. Keep it tight. I mean, what a great start to a song. Uh, and then you know. A little more screaming for you if the Egyptian shimba wasn't enough, around 41 seconds. Cowbell. Cowbell. That's how you crescendo a song right there. That was great. And it's it's 41 seconds in. Another song that like just does not... It's like, look, we, we wrote this. We're, we're good. We don't need to to drag it on for, for four minutes. Um, I also love the the little hey my baby said to me hey my baby said to me i feel so deep oh. i don't know what to do hey it's okay because she's free how long can you go that's really up to you now watch us work it the claps i think they use devo as an adjective i feel so devo i mean brilliant uh, i yeah i didn't have a ton of yeah. notes other than it was a very easy s and i was happy to uh turn it up in the old cans every time it came on so yeah the the oh. dell commercial i i actually looked that up originally released in 2007 featured in a, a commercial for dell and then it made it onto their 2010 album something for everybody and this, amazing this is our low spin count yeah. song of the week by the way only 208 spins for this even even Egyptian Shumba has 1 million spins and I bet it stung has almost 2 million spins. So funny that this uh-huh. is like an under the radar Devo song, even though, like you said, Berg whip it is just, you know, out of control played out. Um, although I will say where, there's a nineties cover band Devo from LA, right? I don't know. I, I think they're LA through, through California. Yeah. I figured they were from Germany or something. No, 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 they're from, they're from Los Angeles. Um, it's a rock of, band from Akron, Ohio. Oh, they're from Akron. Huh. Interesting. Well, then I'm, I guess maybe they recorded a bunch of their stuff in LA. Anyway, there's like this other podcast to listen to where one of the producers or one of the people that worked with Devo, like throughout the late nineties, kind of after they were coming down from their crazy high, you know, she like learned her chops from the lead, like production wise from the lead person of Devo. And that was all happening in Los Angeles, but I'm sure they got their start in Akron and then moved to where huh. all the uh, production studios are. Right. Let me let me guess what uh, if somebody votes no on this from the community, the the one aspect neither of you really talked about is you you can get a headache listening to, I guess the is it the bass line the don don it's mm-hmm. just one note over and over throughout the that's song true. and I I could see that driving somebody like Garber absolutely insane <laughs> right well this um, whole song drives Garber insane that's why, yeah that's one of the reasons why I liked it because it's got the hand <laughs> claps it's got the cowbell and just right. you Garber. know thinking of Garber being miserable listening to it <laughs> the song stuff. has the pineapple unlike Rag and Bone Man right somehow it yeah. all adds yeah. up and you're like yeah this is it. No surprise. Devo's no stranger to over the top production and uh, making it work. Watch us work it. Yeah. All right. So, what do we got, Kamish? Uh, so, no specific comments uh, letting you know the, the reasons why that you're just asking about. But yeah, it did fall short of the necessary vote. So, this one will stick as a why fork. Why can't I say fork? Classic. 
panel fork. Loves you got a, you got a good uh, a good slew of those this season. Nothing to be nothing yep. to be ashamed of. Panel forks. That's what I'm shooting for. Yeah. It's a greater, it's a greater honor to actually thread the panel and miss the community. It's <laughs> right. like freaking gold dust right there. Yeah. What do you say, Luke? Can we get you to raid redeem the Tammies? Come on. Uh, gosh. What what kind of person would I be if I raid redeemed after all this time? And the uh uh e Yeah, all right. Fine. Like Here we go. We'll, we'll, we'll push it into <laughs> well, the you the drop. You get- <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll throw one in for, for my Dale of Blues brother. You know, all that buttering me up about hoopla and Kings of Leon. not thinking about is this. You've just gone five for five yes votes this week. So congratulations. You're yes. the first this season to do that, I'm pretty oh, sure. Oh, no. I already did that no, once no. a season. I tried to vote no on this one to, to try to not do it twice. So anyway, uh, that, that's, that record's blown out of the water and hey i don't care if people are putting out music and i'm enjoying it and i yeah. you know either i have a history with it like teagues and smush or i don't like uh undertow i'm fine to vote yes i'm not playing that, that it's a that lot more fun to vote of, yes yeah. yeah a lot more fun to vote yes i love that all right yeah well what are the stats graphs and babes looking like this week there commish uh, so with that last minute change we're going to end up with three forks on the week Tammy's, teagues and smush and devo <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, no, no guilds, as Lubs guessed uh, in the the pre-up chatter. Three songs that need no introduction. They just they just flow Look, together like water, you know. I love the fact that the Tammies are now lead ineligible for yeah. next week's spot. <laughs> That's right. They certainly are. Uh, 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 e e. So happy about that. Yeah. Uh, if you do play them as the the lead in, make sure to use that clip that Berg sent you. Oh, I will. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> What other clip would I play except for the 230 uh, mixed with the sh- Egyptian mm. Shimba? Uh, As boy. for the awards uh, for this week, uh, Lubs is definitely uh, kind of in the mix everywhere. So for the best friends belt, Lubs took that with 75% correct Ooh, this week. Wow. Yeah. Man. Nice. Um, as for the uh, guilds, he's tied with Luke at three apiece. And for forks, he's tied with Berg at six apiece. Lubs, holding on to that scepter with the, with the tiebreaker going to forks. Well done. Well, let's see what we got coming up. Uh, new playlist. What is it? Uh, What's going to be? Should we get into it? Yeah. So this is the second to last uh, playlist on the Goit for this season. Uh, we'll kick things off with Verona. Follow that up with kites. My wings are like his. All my words on his After that, we've got one too many mornings. What? Next up, no sidewalks. <laughs> On a quiet cul-de-sac, picket fences, welcome at... And wrap up the playlist with twice. I fell flat 
All right. Another five from the Goy. Another five. Handpicked. Lubs, is it time All for right. the, the Cone of Silence? I request. Yeah, there's the only one rule. Silence. There you go. The cone comes down, the song talk stops. That includes even you, Ben, on the freaking Discord. Join <laughs> us on the Discord where you can help us slap Ben down. We'd love to see that. Come on in. Until then, <laughs> only one word rules, and it's marinade. Marinade. And out.